What's up, party people? Welcome to another episode of Ghost Ninja Raccoon. This is a horror movie podcast where I, CG, retell you the story of a horror movie that I watched in 30 minutes or less because I like telling motherfucking stories and I like watching motherfucking horror movies. What's up? It's 2020, bitches. That's right. I'm back in this hoe. I haven't recorded or uploaded anything since November, y'all, because hashtag December and hashtag life and holidays and it was Jesus' birthday and shit, so we had to have a party. So, you know, it's February now. I done got past January. A lot of fucking shit happened, y'all. Kobe Bryant died. Like, what the fuck? I'm, I was real sad about it. I don't even like basketball and or Kobe, but I was really affected by his death. Anyway, um, what else happened? Oh, Trump got impeached and then also not impeached. Um... Anything else happened in the world? A gang of shit. I can't remember. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's 2020. So it's February and I finally decided to get my lazy ass back into the podcasting wagon because I do love doing it. Even though I know it's only a couple people who listen. I appreciate those two listeners that I have. Thank you. You know who you are. Anyway, so now I'm back and I'm about to do a movie called Drive Through. This movie was made in 2007 and I picked it because I put it on my watch list on Amazon Prime some time ago. I don't know why I did. So I'm gonna just watch it because I didn't really feel like the whole rigmarole or trying to pick a movie to watch like that part could take forever. You guys because one, well, you know, you two guys, um, I really like to watch stuff that not a lot of other horror podcasts would cover. Also, I do like dumb, stupid stuff. So also there's that. So, you know, sometimes I'll be scrolling through and I'll just add shit to my watch list as it sounds like it could be interesting and something that I could take a look at later. So this movie is one of those things that I put. So let me tell you what it's about. <clears throat> oh, I almost forgot to do fucking announcer voice. The Okay, this is what happens when you don't do your, um, not really side hustle, but you know, your random life passion for months on that. <clears throat> Drive through was filmed in 2007 or released in 2007. It is rated R, which you know we motherfucking like. Okay, horror gets supersized when Horny the Clown, the demonic mascot of Hellaburger, starts slashing Orange County teenagers with his meat cleaver. Okay, I know why I picked this. Because one, the villain is called Horny the Clown. And two, it's the demonic mascot of Hellaburger. So, and he's killing teenagers who I hate in general as a group. Except for my kid. But yeah, if we're looking at him as a whole, I'm I'm not a fan. Um, I know I was one, but I'm not now. So, fuck it. Um, so, that's why I picked this. Because I was like, Horny the Clown, demonic mascot. That's like the kind of shit that I love. It is starring Leighton Meester, who you all may know from Gossip Girl. I do not know her from that. I've never seen nearly an episode. Also, Nicholas D'Agosto, who you may all know from Gotham as Harvey Dent. Again, never seen an episode. Don't know him either. Um, so this has a 4.5 out of 10 stars on IMDb and a 3.5 stars on Amazon Prime. So I feel like those are some pretty good you know, for kind of C, D movie shit, it's probably Leighton Meester's like one of her early big film, not big films, like real films. I don't know. I just looked up that this bitch was on Gossip Girl because I knew her name sounded familiar. But if she was standing in front of me right now, I would be like, um, hey, 
youthful white lady. Uh, what's up? So I don't know anything about her. And also Nicholas, Nicholas, Nicholas DeGosto. Um, it also has some lady named Alora Hardin in the starring, but I didn't look her up because I didn't even recognize her name in any way. Um, so I'm going to go with a pre Ninja Star rating of four Ninja Stars because I love crazy killers called Horny the Clown. I love any kind of Damask, Damascus, demonic mascot. And I love teenagers getting killed. Also meat cleavers. So this has all of the makings of a thing that CG would love in a horror movie. It's also only an hour and 31 minutes. So less the credits, like an hour and 20. That's also some shit that CG would really love. So I'm about to get started on drive through again, 2007 pre Ninja star rating of four Ninja stars. I will be back momentarily to tell you guys about the opening scene, what I can glean from the initial settings and see if we can set up some nicknames for the characters. Be back in a minute. Okay, I'm back early. Based on my short attention span and my desire to give as many details as possible about this opening scene, which was super awesome, I'm just going to come back in real quick and tell you guys what happened in the first scene before we even get to the fucking credits. It lasts about five minutes. So, we open up on a group of teens driving, listening to rap music, and these teens are of the Caucasian persuasion. Um, one of the dudes in the back might be Hispanic, but... They all look white to me. And so they listening to rap music. They turned the fuck up. They driving. They smoking weed. They drinking 40s. This is extreme. This That's not even in the 2000s. Like, when was people drinking fucking 40s? Like, seriously? I couldn't tell the brand. Whatever. Two couples. Dude, dude, white dude driving with his girl. Another dude in the back with his girl. They drinking 40s. They fucking turning up. Smoking weed. Having a great time. <laughs> So the driver, like, we about to go to motherfucking Hellaburger, yo. So they go to Hellaburger. They get to Hellaburger. They ordering their food. And as they're ordering, the person on the other end of the drive-thru is making comments like, you want to die tonight? And they're like, what? And he like, you want fries with that? And they're like, yeah. So the dude in the back seat of the car is like, yo, fuck this person talking shit. I'm about to go inside. So he go inside. He got a gun. They both got guns. Don't know why. I guess they like fake gangsters. They fangsters so um he go inside with his gun like you was talking all that shit show yourself show yourself whatever uh and then some crazy looking clown with this somehow he still got the drive through speaker like sewn into his clown costume some kind of way because as he speaks it sounds like he's speaking through a drive through speaker also when the first loser goes into hella burger it ain't nobody there it's dark as fuck clearly no food is cooking so instead of him being all irate about the fact that the person was talking shit to them i think he would be more irate about the fact that they was not making their chili cheeseburgers so nor getting the motherfucking shakes anywho he go in he talking shit you know he taunting the drive through personnel come out killer clown uh fight 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 you know whatever we don't see what happens and then the other loser the driver loser comes in with his gun also talking mad shit like what the fuck what the fuck with my burgers then he sees his buddy loser one with his face in the fryer where the fries go and he was like yo was you kidding he pulled his friend out he touched his face he pulled his face off then the Hellenberger clown come and stab him the fuck up. So the opening scene is two loser dudes who 
were, I guess, air quotes, wiggers trying to pretend like they're cool. They dropped the M-bomb a whole bunch of times in this first, like, five minutes, at least five to ten times in five minutes. Um, and then they and then they got killed. So they're not even people who would get nicknames because they didn't make it that long. And I imagine the girls probably drove the fuck away. I hope they did. I hope they didn't go in there looking for their asses. But um, I just had to get that out real quick because I knew that after the credits happened and then we get introduced to some people, I'm going to forget. Plus, I'm also eating dinner. And uh... All right, I'll be back. Okay, I'm back. So after the losers get killed, we start with a group of teens playing in a band at a house party with in a backyard with a pool and all this shit. And is Lee Meester, who is essentially the Lily white of this film. So she, the lead singer of the band and her boo cup is there and her other friends, they sing in graduation party, yada, yada, yada. So, um, the characters we have in the movie, we got Lily white, who was Lee Meester, her boo. And then stoner Val was one of her girls. Um, Miss Cleo, also one of her girls, Lip Ring, who one of the other dudes who kind of like their friends and shit. Her parents kind of make an appearance, at least so far. And then we got a creepy janitor, Detective Cheese and Crackers, Horny the Clown, of course, and Reporter Anita Hill. So they had the party. The police come. The bust the party up quick. Not quick or however long the party was partying. They party get busted up. She get a motherfucking ticket. She like, oh my God, my parents gonna kill me. So her, Miss Cleo, Lip Ring, her boo, and Stoner Val is like in her basement, like, you know, chopping it up about the end of the party and whatever. Um, Stoner Val like, yo, I know you got a ticket, but guess what I got? Some weed, biatch. Stoner Val. So Stoner Val got some weed. They start smoking weed and Miss Cleo find a Ouija board. Like, why was she rummaging around their fucking house to find a Ouija board? And Lily White was like, oh, that's my mom's from when they were hippies. But I would have been like, bitch, why is you trifling through our shit though? So anyway... Miss Cleo trifling through that shit, find a Ouija board. Has she not been going through that shit? None of this would even fucking happen. Anyway, anyway. So she trifling through that shit. She find a Ouija board. Of course, they high and drunk at this party. They decide we about to play with this Ouija board. So side note, um, this is just a public service announcement. Don't play with Ouija boards. The end. So <clears throat> they play with the Ouija board. And as a group, the Ouija board don't say shit to them. They start, I think like lip ring farted or something. And they're like, ha ha. And then this latest fuck, everybody leave except for Lily White and her boo. He's trying to fuck, but she like, yo, wait till I'm 18 on the weekend. And then we can fuck and you won't go to jail. Right. I'm making a face. Anywho. So they don't fuck, but they, you know, fucking around. And then the Ouija board start moving to a number letter combination that doesn't make any sense. Like ENK one, eight, whatever, just some random shit. So they write it down, move on with their lives. And then we cut to the two girls who were in the car with the losers who got killed inside um, the burger place and they just passed the fuck out. Like they just literally went to sleep. So they wake up like, Oh my God, where are our boyfriends? I'm like, y'all boyfriends left the car drunk off forties high as fuck with guns to go into the burger place. And instead of staying alert to see what was going on, y'all bitches just took naps. So anyway, they wake up from their naps. They look in the back. They see their boyfriends is dead in the back. Cause horny the clown and put their boyfriends in the back. They start screaming horny the clown come. He killed him. So the next day our teens all go to fucking school. 
the girl Lily White and her boo cup is smooching. He's trying to get her to come over after school, and she's like, "I got to do work on a fucking yearbook." And before that, though, they were watching the news with her parents. She was in trouble for the ticket, but they also saw in a news story from news reporter Anita Hill. That's her actual name in the movie. Uh, the license plate from the car, which was the number that the Ouija board was spelling out to them earlier. So they decide as a group, all of them, that they're not going to tell nobody because one, who can fucking believe them? And two, kind of what does it mean? So they go to school the next day. Um, Anita Hill, the pl- reporter, comes onto the scene with Detective Cheese and Crackers. The dude's name is actually Cracker, but the detective called him Cheese and Cracker, not the detective. The reporter called him Cheese and Cracker, so we fucking calling him that. And Detective Cheese happens to be L from Criminal Minds, from anybody who used to watch Criminal Minds in the first and beginning seasons. And she had got attacked, and then she had had PTSD and went crazy, and they had kicked her off the show. But I had loved her. She was one of my favorites. But she Detective Cheese. Um, and Crackers is like, you know, oh, he is kind of plus size. He's been in a ton of shit. I couldn't tell you his name if you asked me to. But, you know, he's a plus size. Is he a redhead? I don't know. He's a plus size actor. Oh, he Cracker. Oh, that's me. <laughs> anyway, I didn't call him that, y'all. The reporter called them cheese and crackers. So they the reporters on the scene. I mean, the detectives on the case, you know, they investigate and they ain't got no leads. So when we get back to the teens after school, Lily White is talking to Stoner Val. She got a new tattoo. She's like, yo, bitch, come over when you're done with work. She like, bad. So as soon as they get off the phone, Stoner Val get attacked by Horny the Clown. We don't see what happens to her. He just like pounced on this bitch in the locker room. And then Stoner Val is working on a yearbook. And then Creepy Janitor pop up like, yo, bitch, I found your camera. Creepy Janitor is creepy as fuck. But it don't matter because he about to die. So she developing the film in the dark room from her camera. She sees some pictures of the murder and shit and she get all freaked out. Then she see a picture of herself like in the dark room developing the fucking pictures. Horny the Clown show up, chases bitch around. She find her friend Stoner Val in the gym with a microwave on her head just having to be started and then her head blow the fuck up. And then she find a creepy janitor in the bathroom dead hanging and I think she called 911 or something and then she ended up in the motherfucking police station so real quick in the first 30 minutes of this movie Horny the Clown killed two losers them losers girlfriends uh he killed Stoner Val he killed the janitor in like the first 30 minutes he talked to them on the Ouija board first if they had this is all started with Miss Cleo going through that shit and this bitch should not have been going through that shit. Because had she not been going through that shit, she would not have found the Ouija board. They would have not have played with the drunk. Did not close the Ouija board. Because everybody know when you play with the Ouija board, you talk shit to a spirit. You got to be like, all right, I'm out. We over. We done. You know, Roger, close off something. You got to say something to end the session. They ain't say shit. They ain't say shit. Now horny the clown on their ass. Okay, so. She at the police station telling Detective Cheese and Crackers that Horny the Clown had attacked her and blew her friend Stoner Val's head up in the microwave and they do not believe her. Stoner Val is missing, but her body is not at the scene. So they kind of like, I mean, Stoner Val is gone, but we don't see no exploded microwave head. So, but you should just go home. So 
she go home. She gets to the crib. Um, her boyfriend come over the next day and it's the night of like the big carnival and they're supposed to work the haunted house. So she like, you know what? I know I'm going to be 18 tomorrow, but I don't want to die a virgin. So let's smash tonight. So they fuck. He leaves. She continues to get ready. And her Etch-a-Sketch, I don't know why this bitch got an Etch-a-Sketch, but she got an Etch-a-Sketch. And on the Etch-a-Sketch, it says, I heart Bush. She don't see it. It's like under the bed, either while they fucking, after they fucking, whatever. So it says that. And much like earlier on with the Ouija board, it had gave the license plate number. So it's identifying the soon-to-be victim. So they work in the haunted house, um, Lily White and Boo Cup, and she dressed up as Alvira. He like a zombie. And the first couple that comes up is a girl who's got on an I Heart Bush half shirt and her douchebag boyfriend. They're both a douchebag couple. They go into the haunted house. They fuck. He come before she has an opportunity to. She's pissed. They get into the little, you know, cart thing that's on like a river or whatever the fuck. Like, um smallest world whatever that shit is at Denny's land it's a small world after all like that kind of shit they wheeling along uh they get killed they did so they did she on break okay she don't know they fucking did she on break from the haunted house and her boo done went into the haunted house for whatever reason she on break having dinner with her parents they eating chopping it up and then one of her mom's high school friends come up like yo bitch what's up i see you in a minute they kind of both sad about the kids that have recently been disappeared he don't even know his daughter did yet and lily white pick up that they know each other and that both oh no it was her dad her dad was like oh wait y'all friends with both the parents of the kids who was missing and they both look at each other like uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah lily white pick up on that shit too so then Miss Cleo come back over there and like, she like, yo, bitch, something is wrong with the haunted house. We need to go over there and see what's up. They go over there. They go inside. They see a fucking bloody murder scene. And then they see Lily White Boo standing there like all in the days, like fucked up some kind of way. So the police come. They like, oh, shit, another murder. They take Lily White Boo to the hospital. But he kind of under arrest a little bit because they like you the last person who was seen the side before these kids. Hashtag disappeared, murdered, dead, whatever. But the kids is gone. There was blood everywhere. So he's suspect number one. So Lily White is mad as fuck. They send this bitch home. She come back the next day. She talking to her mom in the hospital. And she's like, yo, I think it's mighty strange that y'all know, the all of y'all know each other, the parents of these kids. Why would somebody want to kill the kids of all your friends? And her mom is like, oh, no, oh, no. And she's like, bitch, you lying. So while she's saying that, Detective Cheese is overhearing this shit. And so then... The mom leaves. She don't tell her shit. Detective Cheese get crackers. And then they go talk to the owner of Helleburger. They like, yo, this shit is happening in your restaurant. Do you have some surveillance video? He like, nah, my shit don't work. And they also find out that the original Horny the Clown was his son, who is now dead. So, fast forward. They leave that. Detective Cheese is like, something is askew here. She want to investigate further. In the meantime, Lily White Boo, who was in the hospital is kind of under arrest. He's not really under arrest because he's not handcuffed to the bed and her shit, but I guess he kind of under surveillance or whatever. So he decided he about to break the fuck out. So he take his drugs, put them on his burger and trick, not even really trick Detective Crackers into eating the burger and then Detective Crackers pass the fuck out and he sneak out the hospital. He get Lily White to drive him off and stash him somewhere. So while he stashed, Lily White confronts her mom and she is like, yo, I know something is going on. 
between you and these people. So why don't you just fucking come clean? And she does. And she tells her when they were younger that the owner of Helleberger's son was in fact the original horny the clown. He had a mad crush on her and they used to treat him like shit, but he used to love this bitch anyway. So they decide they're going to play a huge prank on him on his birthday. He sent them an invitation to his birthday party. They rolled some joints with it and they decided to have her knock on the door while he inside and then scare him in the back with a big ass meat cleaver. So they scare him with the meat cleaver. He fall down and knock the fuck out. And in the interim, the cake fell over and caught the fucking place on fire, burnt up and he died. So. Uh, at this particular point in the movie, we realized that, yeah, I mean, we clearly knew some shit had went down, obviously, that her mom and her friends had killed this kid on accident, hashtag on purpose. So it could be his spirit, I guess. It could be his father, you know, who's come back for revenge. It could be like his other brother who was always neglected and ignored because of the first son died. And so he want revenge. It could be... The kid, maybe he like fucked some random chick and got her pregnant. I don't know. And this is his fucking son. Um, so I don't know. But I'm wondering if Lily White boyfriend got something to do with it. Just because he be seeming all strange acting and weird. Even though, I, I don't know. Something about him just just don't make me feel good. Um, but some obviously somebody who got a connection to the whole story is definitely not a fucking ghost. Uh, so we'll see you in a minute and I'll be back to tell y'all how this shit wraps up. Okay, I'm back. So I neglected to mention in the last segment that there was a scene where Horny the Clown killed some stoners who was getting crazy and loose at the fun playlist at Helleberger. I don't know if they was related to anything or really. Oh yeah. One of the kids was one of the black kids was related to the kids who started the shit and burnt up the kid before. So that's why he got killed. Yes. That's why. Cause I remember when they did the flashback, one of the dudes was black. The black dude was Lily White's mother's boyfriend. Anyway. So they decide we know that this shit is connected to Helleberger. We about to go over there and talk to the Helleberger dad and see what the fuck's going on. The mom is like, no, y'all shouldn't do that. Lily White is like, bitch, we going. So the mom called the cops, like, cheese and crackers. My daughter and her friend's about to go over there, like, go do some cop shit. So the kids get over there. They meet up outside. We got Lily White, her boo, Miss Cleo, and Lip Ring shows back up. Lily White got this big-ass gun, and this bitch drops almost immediately as Horny the Clown shows up. So it was pointless for her to even have it. It was, like, too big for her. She shouldn't even know how to fire that shit. Anyway, so Lily White and her boo go one way, Miss Cleo and Lip Ring supposed to go another way, but even Miss Cleo was like, let's split up to him. And he was like, I don't think that's a good idea. They split up anyway. This bitch dies. So Lily White and her boo running around, you know, horny the clown, find them, chasing them all through the house. Lip Ring is looking all through the garage. She found a freezer full of dead bodies. I'm pretty sure Miss Cleo was in there. When the police officers get there, I Crackers is in a garage looking around. He ends up finding a freezer full of bodies. And Cheese finds Mr. Helleberger dad in like the large room, like, yo, he trying to kill me. He trying to kill me. It's my son. So the I don't know what the I don't remember what the fuck the cop did. Oh, because of the bodies or some shit. I don't know what happened to her. But Horny the Clown ends up fucking up Lily White Boo and knocking him out somewhere. And then he gets this bitch tied up 
and he's like yo it's your 18th birthday you about to have the same kind of birthday i had so he poured gasoline on this bitch and he about to light her a flame then her mom shows up shoot horny the clown through the door shoot shoot he kind of fuck up fucked up a little bit she come in she untying her daughter she didn't get her all the way untied before horny come up choke this bitch out a little bit while he choking her out Lily White take a swig from the flask that they had drunk out of earlier to get some liquid courage. And then when he come back to get ready to set this bitch on fire again, she blow the liquor in his face and then he burn up. Again, theoretically, if it is in fact uh, the original Horny the Clown. So he burned the fuck up and hand, hand quotes die. Um, she goes to the hospital no she don't go to the hospital she's just being a fucking ambulance um and then detective cheese come over was like yo your booty didn't die she thought he died she was like he in the hospital so she's like we must go there immediately mom we must go so they immediately go to the hospital like they didn't even take this bitch to the hospital like check her out like they talked to her at the you know at the ambulance at the scene but i'm like i feel like they should have took this bitch to the hospital too like she just survived a traumatic event and her mom like shot fucking horny to clown like anyway so this bitch immediately rushes to the hospital we see her boot cup in the hospital like laid out and then his eyes open and they is all like horny the clowned out i guess so i guess horny the clown spirit like in her boyfriend now um i guess I mean, I guess they was thinking about making this like a, like a series, like they was gonna make some more of it, I guess. Um, so they get upstairs and he gone and the nurse is like, oh my God. And Lily White is like, it's not over. And they just pan down to the street and you see his clothes on the ground. So I guess she is acknowledging that either her boyfriend was always Horny the Clown or that now Horny the Clown spirit is inhabiting the body of her boyfriend and thus will continue hornily killing people, I guess. I mean, it's already, he done kill everybody's kids except for her. So I guess it would just be like a showdown between her and Horny for the rest of their life. Like, what the fuck? And then that was it. That was the end. Um, Yeah, the end. Okay, it was not good, you guys. Like, I wouldn't suggest anybody watch this. Um, That for pre-Ninja Star rating was, was, was was not good. Here's what I will say. I actually really did like Horny the Clown. Um the speaker box drive through thing in the mouth was was a cool design i didn't like that the mask was uh like it was just like a mask it was a face it didn't emote at all so there was no movement in it so i didn't love that part um i didn't mind horny's leather like one piece uh horny uh, clown suit that was that was lovely um so short of the fact that the mask didn't move, I didn't like I did like it and I did like that he had the drive through mouth part with the sound. Um it was confusing in the beginning, but then once I saw it was actually part of the design of the costume, I liked it. The story was was fineish, you know. I mean, typical teens kill somebody on purpose accidents the deceased or one of their loved ones comes back to kill the kids of the people who wronged them years ago. Like, the t- a tale is as old as time. Um, 
So, I mean, that really wasn't that original. And most of the acting was eh, okay. The mom had some really, like, giving it all she had scenes. Um, It was mildly entertaining. I mean, the best thing about it was Horny the Clown, really. Everything else was kind of not that good. So, if Horny was in more of it. So, I had started with a 4 Ninja Star pre-rating. It was not a 4, y'all. I'm going to give it a 2. It's just the 2 Ninja Stars. If you're bored and you don't have anything to do, like, this is a watch it if you're bored kind of kind of flick. So, for a drive through um, I had gave it a, a pre-Ninja Star rating of 4, but it's going to end up with a 2 Ninja Stars. Watch it if you're bored. Flick. You know, it's some shit to put on in the background, but... It's not, like, good, so. But I had fun looking at it and telling y'all about it. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of Ghost Ninja Raccoon. If you want to get at me, send me an email, ghostninjaraccoon at gmail.com, or follow me on Instagram at ghostninjaraccoon, or on Twitter. What? I don't even know how to tweet or tweet, y'all, but I got a Twitter. Whatever. Uh, Check me out, and I will holler at you next time. Peace.